this disease is a real bastard. And it, it's set me on a road that's going to have a lot of ugly twists and turns. And I'm afraid it's going to be a lot harder on all of you than it will be on me. And I hate knowing that. I hate it. But what I don't want, I don't want every holiday for the camera to be focused on me. So I need you all to hear my voice right now, your mother's voice with all of her faculties. You will not make your life smaller because of me. This thing that's happening to me will not be the thing that holds you back. So take the risks. Make the big moves, even if they're small moves. Forge ahead with your lives in any and every direction that moves you. I'm your mother, and I'm sick. And I'm asking you to be fearless. And if that seems like a tall order, well, guess what? It is, but... The only acceptable response is a resounding, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. From Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to This Is Us 2. It's a podcast dedicated to the show, This Is Us, on NBC. So sit back, relax, and let's all have a good cry. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. My name's Mary Larson. My name is Blake and Marvin. Marvin, I think we got the first horse of the season. Woo! Giddy up! We got the first horse <laughs> of the season. And I'll tell you what, I am here for it. I just give me all the horses. Nay. Give me everything that you need. Nay. <laughs> because that was, uh, yeah, uh, I, the, by far, and it's not even close, the best episode of the season, in my yes. opinion. So far. Yeah, so far. Yes. Not like not even close. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, we 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 got we got some good stuff going yes, here. So I, I was very impressed by this episode. I was very impressed by the direction of this episode. I I just I, I was in, man. Mm-hmm. I was in. Um, what as you know on on this is us too. We do our stories and how we all we're all in this together. <laughs> we're all in this together. Zach Efron <laughs> will be so proud of me right now. Yes. Um, yeah, we do We do the stories and how we relate to this episode. Zach and, uh, Efron, who I think, by the way, is now portraying a father in some movie or something. Oh, just to make y'all just, feel wicked old. That is not great, Bob. All right. So, um, yeah, I, I have a story of how I related to this episode. It's actually quite funny. Mary and I rock at Taboo. Like, oh, thank God it was this. I was so nervous. I know that you were going to talk about holidays. Oh, I was going to, but I didn't. I, you know what? This you don't episode, even you don't even know which holiday to choose. That's the no, problem. It's every holiday, <laughs> like the. Never mind. Never mind. I'm not even. I'm not even. I we could. I could have a whole podcast dedicated to just the holiday snafus from our family. <laughs> Agreed. Um, no. So Mary and I are legitimately the best taboo players on this planet. Like if we're together. Like 
if, if like we're on the same team, you're going down. You're going to lose opposition. You, I don't care who we could be in the, if there was taboo Olympics, we would be the champion every Why year. We ask. That's a good, that's a good point. We would like, they, they'd say, you know what? You, you, you are just like the honorary champion because mm-hmm. we can't compete against you. It'd be like the best of Rhode Island people who win seven years in a row in yes. their award, and they're like, "Whatevs, you can't win." You're anymore. in the Hall of Fame now. Hall of Fame. So we're gonna na- we're gonna name the category mm-hmm. after you. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, there was this one time, <laughs> there was this one time where we were playing taboo against some of our really good friends, and I think they were relatively newly married at that point. Yeah. And Mary and I had been married for forever. Oh, uh, yeah, for at least. For at least seven years, I would say mm-hmm. by that point, and uh, the the subject was eels. And Mary, oh yeah, yeah. In Ma- Mary's, so so just for fun, those of us, those of you who are joining us live, yes. What kind of words would you be saying if you had to get someone to say the word eels? Yeah, like that. That'd be a great question. So just write in the comments. Yeah, just write fun. it in the comments, and we'll we'll call them out as we see it. Because this is probably what our friends would have thought we would have said. Okay, yes. they would have thought that we'd be saying whatever words you are currently typing. Um, you know, uh, what are some suggestions while we wait for these words to pop up? Like that, you would think a normal person would would say for the taboo card of eels, slimy fish. Um, electricity. Vicky writes slithery water snakes. Sure. Ooh, Rachel says those are the shrieking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Lisa says my daughter's favorite sea animal. Fair enough. So Lisa, you'd have a good one if this was with your daughter. Um, Jordan says snake lake. Candy says green and creepy snake snake like. Yeah, sure. Nice. Like all yes. all legitimate things. All legitimate. Oh, you generally can't say snake, she says. Okay, well, fine. Whatevs. No okay. problem. Okay, but you get the gist. You, you get the idea. Yes. So our our friend that was looking at the opposite, you know, that was on the opposite side looking at the card was like, oh, you guys are never going to get this. And Mary looks at the card. She looks at me and she says, dragons don't like this. And I was like, oh, eels. And our friends were like, <laughs> Are you serious, guy? Like, what? How did that just happen? <laughs> what? And it was just like, a, oh, yeah, eels. And it's because we know that from How to Train Your Dragon and the whole thing. Which our, our children are obsessed with the How to Train Your Dragon series. So we know every single thing there is to know about the How to Train Your Dragon series, including the fact. That dragons don't like that eels. That dragons hate eels. So, and that's that's just... One of the many things that we would legitimately smoke you at. Like we would just do one sentence and it was like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Like we would, we would just, we would demolish everybody. We won every round and our friends felt pretty. We're not allowed to play it anymore. No. They're just like, okay, you guys can't be on the same team anymore. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we would smoke you in taboo, all of you. And I'm confident in saying that. Like it's a, you know, it's, it's a guarantee. I would put my mortgage on the line. They get it, Blake. They get it. (laughs) Um, and I actually can't do board games anymore. No, no, not allowed. Not allowed to do board games because of me. Why Mary? Because of you. Why? For two reasons. Why? What's the two reasons? First off, you'll always find a way to cheat. Yes. And second off, you are highly competitive and you will either be a jerk or (laughs) you will pout all night. Also true. And just be like, I'm, you know, guys, I'm coming, I'm done. I'm done. 
I'm going to go drink a beer. Like playing categories. That's what happens. <laughs> when he's a grown man. Oh, so we can't man. play games anymore. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's get to it, shall we? Here we go. Yes, we shall. Well, ladies and gents, this episode. I forgot my job. Oh, what was your job? I want to remind everybody that you can find us oh, on social yeah. media. Uh, just search Mary and Blake. We want to thank all of our friends at jointhenerdclan.com for making this and all of our podcasts possible. And friends, if you have not yet left us a review, head on over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a couple of sentences. Um, we are very, very busy this month. So please make sure that you're following us, particularly on Facebook and Instagram, as we are sharing our schedules there. And we want to make sure that you're up to date with all that. I will say, those of you listening in real time, next week... Maybe a little different because Blake is traveling. So no matter what, if next week's episode is able to happen on Wednesday, it is going to be a premiere, meaning there will be a live chat. Why are you looking at me funny? No, I'm, I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm, just, I'm just looking I'm at like, you. I hope I got this right. I've got brain fog. <laughs> um, so if Blake and I can magically record a little earlier, it will still be a premiere. So I will be there live in the chat with you. Um, so I just want to give you all a heads up. <laughs> There you go. Thank you, Mary. I appreciate that. Okay, so this episode, of course, was entitled Taboo, the game that we would smoke you at. Yeah, yeah, Blake. <laughs> it was directed by Glenn Steelman. You know what would be fun? Is if we had to be in different teams. That sucks. I want nothing to do with that because then I would lose and I would pout. And I don't want to lose and pout. I would have to cheat. And then I wouldn't be allowed to play anymore. So, no, no, thank you. <laughs> I want to win. <laughs> Glenn Steelman is, uh, has not directed many things, though he has directed a couple of things. It doesn't really matter what. But th- the important thing here is that Glenn Steelman. How many more times can you say thing? Uh, the, the important thing, Mary, is that Glenn Steelman is a first, has been a first assistant director for many episodes, near 44 total episodes of This Is Us, and has been a first uh, assistant director on many different shows like A Typical, Switched at Birth, Stitchers, Revenge, Bunheads, for all of you uh, Gilmore Girls fans out there, and uh, Terminator, The Sarah Connor Chronicles, uh, and Make It or Break It, as well as the show Hung. So, why am I calling this out? Because the first assistant director, uh, or otherwise known as the first AD, for you know, just uh, you know, for short, uh, it, the first AD is very much like a director. However, it is the assistant to the director, obviously, and they oversee the film and the television and the whole set for all of the commercials, films, or sets, uh, the television sets, and they make sure that the schedule is running properly. They coordinate all the cast. They make sure that the crew is there and that the shoot for the crew runs smoothly. Uh, they make sure that they get everything under budget. They make sure uh, that the time is all taken care of and that uh, the the location is uh, fully assessed and that they can shoot within that location. Uh, and if the actors or anybody runs late, they go and they uh, – they, they solve that problem. They get the Uber over there and they get it. They get them to to the uh, to the set, uh, and they essentially they handle all the small details that the directors just can't because they're too busy making sure that they're getting the whole process of the actual filmmaking done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these are the people that get the nitty gritty done. 
Okay, so that's what a first assistant director does. Thanks. You're welcome. The writer was Laura Kennar, who has written episodes like The Big Day, Vegas Baby, The Last Seven Weeks, A Hell of a Week Part 3, One Small Step, and obviously now Taboo. So that is that, Marvin. You know, I think I'm actually finding a way to like Laura Kennar's – work a little bit more lately the, mm-hmm. the first initial episodes i was not a big fan of uh, i was not a big fan of uh, well i mean the big day was okay vegas baby i was not a fan of but a hell of a week part three one small step yeah i'm in on those episodes i like those episodes good so that is that what do you got for your lemonade rating Marvin? i'm giving it a big old five you know everybody i care for for the most part is in this episode everyone i don't care for is out of this episode except for nikki I wish Nikki could have been there. And I don't understand why he's not there. Yeah. He, didn't he fly back to the East Coast? Yeah, but he was with his oh, girlfriend with his, in, in Topeka. I know what he's doing on yeah, Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. oh, gobble, yeah. gobble. Hey, hey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> good for you, Nikki. All right. So if anyone wondered where Nikki was, he was in bed. Okay. Um, so. Oh, man, <laughs> You're welcome. That was... That was some, you know, that makes it like a five plus in everyone's mind, that right? Was like an everyone's eight happy. Plus thing right there. But like we had Jack, we had lots of moments for all of our key players, and it was Thanksgiving. I I'm here for it. Yeah, you know, genuine Miguel Rebecca stuff that we've been wanting to see. Yes, and we've been able to really feel more of it. I love it. All right, so I'm giving this one a four seven. Uh, I really liked this episode. It was quite good. And for the first time this entire season, I actually feel like we're going somewhere. I actually feel like we're not just having character episodes. Okay. Uh, Even though for the next three episodes, it will be character episodes. No, I know. But like, we're not just sitting in, in space waiting for something to happen. Okay. Something actually happened. And I like that quite a bit. I was a big fan, obviously, of the Jack episode. That was quite a good one as well. I'd probably mm-hmm. put these two on the same par. I know I said that this one was by far the best episode, but look, thinking back on it, I think the Jack episode was probably just as good. But nonetheless, I actually feel like we're getting some momentum here and that the season is actually like, okay, this is what we're doing now. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And by the way, it's not a coincidence that this is episode 607, meaning that this is the beginning of the second act. Of this season because there are 18 episodes, right? So Mm -hmm. you split it up into thirds. We're in the beginning (laughs) of the second act. That makes sense to me. Your GBG, Marvin, what do you got for your good, your bad, and your great? Okay, so my good for this episode, sweet potatoes. Okay, here's a scoop. We don't have sweet potatoes at Thanksgiving with the marshmallows. Did you ever? No. Me neither. And now I want to. I want to make like a mini one. They're sweet. Okay, so maybe I'll make them for me and the kids. Whatevs, man. I want to try it. I feel like I'm I'm missing something as an American. Maybe when the refugees come and stay at our house, I can make it for them. Oh. Because that's, that's our new family. Our family feud. I got no, the kids on my God, side. Please, no. 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 Already, no. That's right, Michael. Oh, my God. They're no. so excited. <laughs> if If... If we can. We're not having Ukrainian refugees in our house. It's three against one. I don't care. I did put down that. I'm the biggest one. I I count for at least three. I did put down that they can't have a pet. 
I debated like, could we have another no, pet? They can't be in our house. <laughs> we'll see what Airbnb says. Anyway, so. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, Mary. I was like, I've got a swing set. You bring those little babies. I've got strollers. You sign. You legitimately signed up for this already? Yeah. Marvin, you think you'd want to talk to me about this? I will talk with you about it when someone... First off, Americans aren't allowed to have them yet, okay? They're not allowed Doesn't to Doesn't matter. I feel and like this is a thing that you should talk about. When someone... When they actually can come across and then someone chooses my house, why wouldn't they? Um, and then I can say, Pleak, we had no. someone apply. Yeah, I'll give you my answer already. No. And then the kids and I will sit you down. Don't care. Oh, they were so excited. We started. That's why we were listening to the U- top Ukrainian music. I thought you were just being cute. Nope. We already started to learn basic Ukrainian words, like how to say cup, because the kids were like, if they don't speak English, and I said, you just ask Alexa. Alexa will teach you. And then you guys with the other kids, because I said it's an ideal home for kids to like talk to the Alexa to each other. Marvin. And then we listened to the top 10 music of Ukraine and we loved it. <laughs> First like, of all, it's Ukraine, Ukraine not Ukrainian. Ukraine, oh, sorry. You I'm, can't even say the country fog. name right. It's fine, Blake. It's fine. <laughs> oh, Reese is it all planned. No, he, he said, I don't care. He said, that means we have to take up the extenders for the table because we'll have big dinners every night. No. <laughs> I am putting my foot down. I'm slamming the table. We are not having Ukrainians in our house. Mm. It, it's not going to happen, Marvin. No, ain't going to happen. We're not doing it. Not doing it. We're gonna see. I am bigger and stronger than all three of you combined. No. We'll see how that works. <laughs> this is. <laughs> They're not even allowed in yet, Blake. So don't worry yet. They, they, and you know what? They'll never be allowed in my house. You know either. what it is? I think what it really hit me was I sat on a flight next to a refugee, and it just took me. It took me so deep i know i'm going off on a tangent friends but let me tell you i had no idea what was going on and this poor person was like all disheveled and had this like laminated sign on him with a little bag and i would sneakily look at the sign and the way he was looking out the window at the lights i i realized this person hasn't been on flights before oh my gosh and i just oh i just googled the heck out of it and i can't i'm just i just can't anyway Oh my god. This is I this is an ideal home. Oh I wrote we live near we live near public transportation. I have loads of of clothes, so ideal for a family with an eight year old or six year old or younger. You gotta be kidding me. The kids even said if they have too many kids that they can sleep in the bunk beds together and we can move into our daughter's room and the family can have the whole top floor. Absolutely not! (laughs) I said no. I said daddy wouldn't like that. But they they could have a private bathroom. Okay. You know there there are a lot there are <laughs> there are lots of things in this world that are that, that okay. are anyway. very unlikely. And, this is and I ordered like, my sourdough starter after I killed mine. Oh my <laughs> It's okay. I'm getting doing? it on Friday. She, Mary is single-handedly ruining my life. <laughs> Ruining my life. Jen Davis says, I could see a single mom with kids possibly. Kind of agree with Blake. That's what I want. Because I w- they're, they, they're not letting the men out. They're all single women. So there's no like 
unless the husbands are older. That's what I wrote. Is I'm looking for a mother with a child or children, and I can help them. You know what? Uh, Dave here on Facebook says one thing, and I'll tell you exactly what it is. You ready for it, Marvin? Right. It's this. Let's land the plane, Helen. <laughs> okay. You're welcome. <laughs> What am I even doing? My GPGs, sweet potatoes. That's where this we begins. Went, we went from sweet potatoes to Ukrainians. How the heck that living in our house? You know what? When I how did that even happen? When I see our doctor on Friday, and she's like, "Well, how do you know you have brain fog?" I will show her this clip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a. It Give started a. with sweet potatoes. <laughs> and it ended. And on- somehow Ukrainians were living in our in our family room with their dog. <laughs> I've signed up on three networks, by the way, not oh just Airbnb. <laughs> what are we doing? I'm making sure I'm at the top of the line. What are we doing? The kids and I already talked about how we can pop up the seats in the SUV and we can fit them all. Okay, so here's my bad. <laughs> We've got it all planned out. And now we know the top Ukrainian songs. Okay, my bad, my bad is Kevin hating on my boy Miguel at two different Thanksgivings. Why are you be hating? What's going on? I'm I'm lost now but over I will this Ukrainian say, thing. Okay, and then and my just, great you fine, got me. fine. I was just gonna say like you were very Kevin in this episode in the reaction about the extra home, and I knew right away. I was like, oh, it's for like the hospice workers and the people who help her. And you were like, no, that's just Miguel pouting because he's not included in the Pearsons. And I was like. Mm. <laughs> You don't know what happens when people die. Um, so, and then my great is I'm just so happy we had a Pearson Thanksgiving again. Oh. I feel like I've waited an eternity for this holiday. Uh, you kind of have. Oh actually. my God. And I've also pictured Thanksgiving with them. Oh, um, no. But we also got, well, there you can say how long you want them to stay. Yeah, never. Okay. Zero. And I said, zero days. Am I great that not only was it Thanksgiving, but it was like twofer, which you usually get for This Is Us. You know, there's sure. always like flashback time sure. generally. Yep. But oh, it was two really good Thanksgivings. Mm-hmm. And is anyone else Googling what is the secret ingredient? No, because it's just sugar. It's sugar and butter. And you, we basically have it every holiday. Like, what's your GBD? <sighs> All right, here we go. Uh, my good is I'm so I'm so like stressed out over Ukrainians being in my house. I lost my notes. All right, um, my good is Beth. Beth is everything in life right now. When it comes to Thanksgiving and families and all of it, I mean, when she <laughs> says the Pearson epitaph will read, "Lovely people cried a lot." Dramatic as hell Thanksgivings. Mm-hmm. That to me is the perfect summary of This Is Us. <laughs> like, oh, just, just stunningly awesome. Like, thank you so much. My bad. It was going to be Uncle Nicky being gone because For I For real? Want, yeah. I wanted to see Uncle Nicky and I wanted his shrimp platter and I wanted the whole thing that he loves for- He's busy. Yeah. I know. I got that now. You're welcome. But my real bad? They is- should they should have said, oh, got it. Once again, if they're going to mention Malik not texting, they need to at least say, oh, Uncle Nicky sent a selfie with him and, and what's and her Edie. name? Isn't it like Eddie? I can't remember. I think it's Eddie. I don't remember. But yeah. But my real bad now is Mary signing up for three different platforms to get Ukrainians in my house. A Ukrainian mother with her child or children. 
Go live some. Go live with our neighbors. I said they couldn't have a dog or. Go live with our neighbors. It's Edie, Lisa says. I did think about changing it to say you could have a cat. Oh, my God. All right. And my great is Mandy freaking Moore. Mm. Mandy Moore. I, I hate saying this because everybody says it about their favorite show and their favorite actor and whatever. So I very, very, very rarely say this. But give that woman an Emmy. Please. Give her an Emmy. Give it to her right now. Don't even bother, like, doing any of the voting. Don't give her anything. Just lay uh, just, it down. Just, just, you know what? You don't even need to show up to the to, to the ceremony. Mm-hmm. We're just going to FedEx it to you. Just, just, sh- there it is. Because it, it it's no, it's no contest. Manny Moore in this episode was incredible. Not only, again, as we have said, did she have to play essentially two different characters, but she had to convince us of those two characters, hold herself differently, deliver that speech at the end, deliver it in the quality that she – like Mandy Moore, just just shut it down. Everybody else, you don't got to go home, but you can't stay here. Just – Go home, uh, get out of the building. Don't care who you are. You don't deserve the Emmy. It's all Mandy Moore in this one. And I will I will say that. I will die on that hill until I see the Emmys. I agree. Because she is just, man, she deserves I it. I also am a firm believer that award ceremonies suck. Well, yeah, I mean, a, a lot of them are in the bag, you know, and, and a lot of them are influenced uh by sponsors and a lot of them are influenced by the networks themselves. And then a lot of them are influenced by the money that's associated with the networks who are advertising, you know, like it's, it's an ugly, it's an ugly truth that it's kind of goes unsaid. Mm -hmm. Uh, And yeah, I don't, I'm not a big fan. Not a big fan. Agreed. But regardless, she still deserves it. I don't Agreed. care. If if this world is just in any way, it's going to be Mandy Moore for Best Actress. Preach. For, for the Emmys. All right, you ready for Big Three feedback? 100%. Let's do it. And we said... That's three. Big three? Big three! All right, this one comes from Kathy. She says, now this is the stuff. Five, count them five lemonades. Finally getting back to where we should be, the big three. This episode has given more information on so much I've been wanting to know about. Her GBG is this. Good. Randall asking the girls to not do the phone thing for the day, only to have Beth take the phone away from Randall, proving that it's so important to be present and enjoy every moment in your mind with your eyes and your hat. The bad? Kevin asking Toby to take off the hat. He has some... He still has some serious growing up to do. And the great is Rebecca choosing Kate. Loved when Rebecca said to Kate, it's always been you. Oh, wow. All the shaman. Amen. There's so much more I want to say, but there's just not enough room on the thread. But please keep it up. This is the stuff that makes this show amazing. Mm-hmm. And she has a prediction, as a matter mm-hmm. of fact. Kate is the one in the car that they are waiting for in the future so she can make the decision about taking Rebecca off life support. Oh, market zero, dude. Yes, I am here for that. I'm actually going to cry. I am here for that. 
because Miguel's not in the room. That's right. Nikki is. That's right. <sighs> Mary is legitimately tearing up right now, ladies and gents. Legitimately tearing up oh right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kathy? You're too much? Kathy, that was a brilliant hot take. That, uh, just awesome. That was that was awesome. Was it Edie in the, Eddie in the car? Edie was in the car, but like... I, I don't know. I don't whatevs. Whatevs. It, That's it, what Bonnie. You see, Bonnie said it. Was there another cut? I don't know. Whatever. It just made you cry. That's how good that hot I'm take done. was. You know what? I I gotta. I have to do it, Kathy. Yeah. Oh, you just made Mary cry live on air. And I don't actually cry that often. No, you don't. Like and she's legit. I'm looking at her right now. Yeah. She's legitimately. I really crying. don't cry that often. Wow, that was a good one. That was a good one. All right, uh, we have we also have another one here from Ciara. I just want to say this: Miggy's Miggy's biggest fear is going bald, and then Kevin saying, "Take off the hat." Oh my goodness! And Beth taking Randall's phone is just brilliant. Oh my god. Okay, mm-hmm. we have some uh, voicemails. You ready to uh, ready to get to those, Marvin? Yes. All right. Let's uh, let's bring those bad boys up here, shall we? Because, uh, yeah, here we go. If it will let me do it. Come on. Hey, Mary and Blake. It is Molly from Texas. How are y'all? Love your show. Thanks, Molly. Okay, 4.2 lemonades. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Didn't cry. Don't need the Charmin. Um, The good. Beth grabbing Randall's phone, confiscating it. He's too annoying, taking way too many pictures. I love that. Very realistic. The bad, the overdramatic discussion on Thanksgiving night about medical power of attorney. I felt like it didn't need that and it didn't drive anything forward. It just felt drama for drama. Of course, you have to have a medical power of attorney. And of course, it's Miguel. Um, It was a good choice for Kate because Randall and Kevin would just kill each other over every decision. (laughs) So um, good on that. The great was the taboo game with Becca and Miggy. It really just showed the audience how close mm-hmm. they were and how many memories they shared even while Jack was alive. It wasn't just Jack's best friend prior to Jack's death. It was the three of them. They all shared great memories, which was why it was so hard for him to make the choice to move to Houston. Um, also, okay, so... Deja didn't get a text from Malik on a holiday. I think that's mm-hmm. alluding to their breakup, which makes me upset that they wasted an entire episode on their teenage love. Oh, yes. Um, also, Marguerite, they made her a caricature. I don't understand. They made her too silly. She practically giggled through the whole thing. I thought that was mm, – I, I just didn't care for it at all. Love you guys. Uh, well, we love you too. Thank you so mm-hmm. much for saying that. And uh, Marguerite, uh, absolutely, totally a caricature. And I wouldn't say that Matt was a caricature, but a dud in this episode. Nothing happened with him. He just was there, and then he wasn't. I will counteract and remind everybody what your first holiday was like with a boyfriend, girlfriend's family. Good point. And, you know. Good point. You... Laugh a little too much. <laughs> you might not talk a lot. You try. You don't want to like be too big of a show. Yes. So I think that they actually acted as most people probably do in that kind of situation. Okay. All right. Good. Good. I'll take it. I'll I'll co-sign on that. All right. Let's get the next one. 
Hi, Mary Blake. It's Gloria from Methuen. I have a lot Gloria. to say, so I got to make this quick. I love this episode so much. Watched it three times. So good and emotional. Kind of like always. Five lemonades. My GBGs. Sorry, but I'm pulling a Blake. Can I have two for each? My first good was Randall blowing off the senator for the holiday oh, and how cute he and Jay Wan were with each other. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> and secondly, when Kate hi- hugs a crying Rebecca after Miguel tells her he's moving. Mm-hmm. My first bad was how, treat- how Toby treated Kate and Kevin. And the second one, how Kevin treated Miguel about the house. Not great, Bob. My first great was Rebecca's family meeting, although I was a crying mess. Mm-hmm. She made sure her kids knew what she wanted, but also what they needed. With a resounding yes, ma'am. And secondly, when Rebecca said to Kate, you're my daughter and my best friend, it was always you. Mm. And then whispered the secret ingredient for the pie, I'm assuming. Sweet Jesus, all the shaman. <laughs> and I have to mention my girl, Beth. My girl, Beth, keeping it real. Lovely people, cried a lot. Traumatic as hell Thanksgivings. She's the best. Five lemonades for this masterpiece, guys. So enjoying all the podcasts. Love you guys. Take care of yourself, Mary. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Gloria. And as always, your cousin from Boston. That's Gloria. She's always, always bringing the heat Truthfully. on every call. We got one more. Here we go. Hi, guys. This is Paula for This Is Us voicemail. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about something Rebecca said. Oh, this is us. And it kind of made me think of Madison. She was basically telling them to kind of live their lives as normally as they could and in particular for randall to put the camera down and it made me think of kevin kind of guilt tripping madison being like it could be my mom's last thanksgiving you know which and yeah i know i'm on (laughs) madison's side but i'm not calling kevin selfish for wanting the twins for thanksgiving i'm just saying that i think that that was rebecca kind of giving her blessing to live life normally and that would be Kevin's norm, not getting Thanksgiving every year. Mm-hmm. And that it's okay that Madison's not living life for her. I don't know. It just kind of made me think of her when she said that. Mm. Like, to live life normally. And also, in my last rant about the Madison thing, I neglected to point out that have we even seen Rebecca hanging out with the twins or offering to help Madison out? Nope. This could be just me being petty, but... um. My heart wouldn't be growing three sizes if the grandma who lives nearby and I'm being guilt tripped about isn't even coming to see my kids. Mm. So, yeah. Why am I getting on a plane for her again? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> yeah, still team Madison, but I think Rebecca give her blessing. Personally. I like it. Love. I like it. Love it. I like it. All right. So, Marvin, what else uh, about this stands out for you, this episode? Uh, I know that you are, again, not feeling well. We are 35 minutes into this already. So right. I just I, I want to get to the point here for yeah. what we got. And Let me pull up all my notes. Man. What it, uh, <laughs> as always, prepared. I oh, prepared as always. What do you mean? <laughs> you know We're exactly what I mean. 35 minutes in. I'm not going to have this wait this whole time. All right. Fair enough. All right. So what do you, what, what, what's the thing that stands out for you for this episode? Randall listening to Call Me Al. Call Me Al. <sighs> yeah. Do-do-do. True. Good point. Very good point. And and then also the uh, the uh, the different version of Call Me All at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very nice. Mm-hmm. I, I liked it. What else stands out for you in this episode? As I said, the sweet potatoes being an being a eating issue. Mm-hmm. You know, like worried about weight gaining issue in and the sugar pie being brought up as a weight gaining issue in each of the 
three yeah. Thanksgiving. Oh, we got three Thanksgiving side too. We got that's three. right. Yep. In- interesting. Um, interesting through line there. Yeah. Uh, uh, for uh, uh, for many different reasons. Yeah. You know, and you know, your sweet potatoes and your sugar pie on Thanksgiving are not going to be the reason right. that your child gains weight. So let me ask you this then. <clears throat> because, you know, th- this is us is I think it primarily exists just so we can second guess people's choices in their life on this show. Or second guess our own choices. A little bit of both. Sure, why not? What <clears throat> is um who in your in in your estimation is correct in their uh assertion? Kate or in what, Toby. In oh okay. Who is right in their... Yeah, who is right in their method, if you will. Like, I don't want my... Kate says, I don't want my kid to have the same association with food that I did. Mm -hmm. Or Toby being like, listen, our genetics are are our genetics. Let's just call that out in the open right now and just accept it. Mm -hmm. I don't want my kid to fall into the same pattern that we did. Mm -hmm. Who's right? Who's wrong? Kate in my opinion, is right. Okay. Um, both Kate and Toby um, eat because of emotional trauma. And they have used food as a coping mechanism due to things that have gone on with their family, whether it's been loss or how Toby was treated and things like that. Mm-hmm. So that being said... Um, I think trying to create as best of a healthy environment in relation to food is important because Kate is a big woman and um, she is going to be remembered by her children for at least some of her life as being this size. We don't know if her size is going to be changed if she is going to lose weight or in any way shape or form over her kids lifetime but her kids at some point you know they're going to obviously have pictures and maybe she doesn't change and that's okay so I think that how Kate is trying to be cognizant of keeping everything in moderation Mm -hmm. is the healthy approach and by not making things a giant deal and as the kids get older like she's already making healthier choices for them saying well it's whole wheat cereal Um, I think when you keep I'm speaking from experience when like both of my parents went through massive dieting Mm -hmm. growing up and I was the kid in the lunchroom for uh, sixth grade um, with lentils, (laughs) with weird food, with weird, healthy food. And that's like everyone else. I mean, guys, like. That was the early '90s. Like that was the time of Dunkaroos. Like oh, that yeah. was the time of fruit by the foot. What's that thing that you open and like your whole meal is in it? Like you oh, uh, the snackables, lunchables, lunchables, lunchables. Like people were getting lunchables left and right. You know, that it was, was their lunch. That lunchables. was it. Um, <laughs> and then they had Dunkaroos in the lunchables. Yes. <laughs> so I'm not saying I needed lunchables, but it it wasn't just that I wanted to eat the other food. It's that it made me stand out in a weird way. And it taught me like, you need to be afraid of this food. But then I just wanted that food even more. Do you remember that gross like ham and cheese sandwich that would come in the Lunchables? No, I didn't get Lunchables. No, I'm just saying like, do you remember it? No. Like it was like, 
it was it was like wax. It was mm-hmm. I don't know why any parent thought that was a good idea. Ugh, you know, <laughs> and so um, what has been so that was tough, and we all had to kind of like go through the dieting with my parents, and it was always always brought up and always discussed. And that is one thing that Blake and I are trying to be very cognizant about um, with our children. So Blake, um, Blake and I have both over the time we've been together, like have both gone on diets. Uh We've both, you know, I've tried to eat in different ways. Um, And when we've done that, even while we've had kids, we've been very careful about our wording. So we don't say things like, Oh, we like, we lost a pound today. We don't say any of that. We don't talk about like, Oh, we're on this diet or we can't eat that food because like, we don't do any of that. Instead of like, we can't eat that. It's we'd, I'd rather eat this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I like to eat this yeah. or whatever, or this is really healthy for, for me. And you know, like, you know, like whatever, like for me, it might just be that I'm putting more vegetables on my plate. You know what I mean? Um, but also, so Blake, Mr. Fine has lost an incredible amount of weight yeah, recently. 45 pounds. Yeah. So, um, and um, that was on purpose. So you don't yeah. to think that you've had like medical issues going on. Um, but Blake, um, this was something that he's, he's worked really hard on, but, um, part of that is Blake's appetite change just, you know, from eating less at particularly by dinner time. And there were a few days that like Blake just wouldn't want to eat dinner at all. And I had to have a talk with him where I said, you know, we're like, you haven't said anything to the kids like I'm losing weight and I'm doing this or that. But I said, you have to still have, you have to still eat in front of our kids. Yeah. You know, like it's not that Blake was trying to starve himself. He just literally wasn't hungry. Um, but I said, then you need to change when you're eating at other times of the day or put something on your plate, even right. if it's not a lot so that you are still, still eating dinner us. with yeah. your kids. Yeah. Like you don't want them to start to catch on to this. So we, um, we're trying to create a different outcome yeah. for our kids. And we're also trying to not, um, use food for all of the celebrations and all of the bad times. Cause I think both and that's of us, hard because yeah. we're both a very big food celebration yeah. people like, Hey, we got X, Y, and Z thing. Let's go out for ice cream or yes. let's go get some cake or let's, you know, whatever. I mean, something that you're going to reward. But that's how we with. were raised as well. Yes. And then the same as I had a really bad day. Let's go get some ice cream. Oh yeah. Like I, my day sucked. Yeah. I need some endorphins. Like, let's figure out a way to, to mm-hmm. do that. Um, <laughs> Mo here, Mo on Facebook says, the Lunchables are why we are a generation of charcuterie boards yes. today. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I also uh, like what Rachel is saying. She's saying we need to be wary of complimenting weight loss because you don't know if you're complimenting on an eating disorder, depression, health concerns, et cetera. And also thin doesn't equate to healthy and rant. Yes, 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 yes Rachel. Yes, all 100% true. And so Blake had health issues going on. Yes. Um, and so this was something that he and our doctor decided. And yep. I completely, completely agree, Rachel. And it's something that, um, you know, w- the way we even talk about people and, uh, you know, just their appearance, um, we talk about it differently with our kids. Because sure. I just think that 
not only are we trying to celebrate in a different way because Blake and I just saw that like our brain thinks that like something really good, eat some sugar, something really bad, eat some sugar. And we don't want that to be the same habit that our kids get into. And it doesn't mean that we're never going to celebrate with cake or ice cream. But we said, you know, like, why couldn't we say, oh, we had a really bad day tomorrow. Let's go for a family hike because going outside in the fresh air, like there are other things that make us feel better. I wish we could say that like, really just normal person exercising yeah. did it for us. Doesn't work but for either of us. Um, <laughs> but when we're outside yeah, and even just going for a hike, that works well for us, you know, or there's lots of things. So, so anyway, sorry. Blake. So, but like tying this back into the show, I, I, I think Thank it was, I, I think it was really important. That went brain fog. No, that's okay. COVID man. Um, you just blame all of our, <laughs> all of our bad ratings on COVID. Why not? Um, no, I think, Tying it back into the show, it was important that we saw that interaction between Rebecca and her mother, uh, you know, in the younger Rebecca years when she, like, puts her hand away and she has the small slice, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, and, and mother saying, oh, no, no, we, we, we have to, like, keep ourselves or mm-hmm. whatever she said, you know, like, that was important. And then how that, you know, either directly or indirectly then started weighing on Rebecca, which then translated into Kate, which is now translating into a fight with Toby and her, well herself, but, but Toby and how that, how their already preexisting tension Mm -hmm. is manifesting itself into this argument. And I've never been a big fan of how the show has treated Kate's weight and how that it's made it like the Kate problem. Um, Like meaning it's the only problem from which she suffers uh, like at least according to the show sometimes. Because it's not a problem unless it is a problem to Kate. Right. You know, like, Kate but she is-, is treating it as a problem because she's doing it like, I want to lose weight. So I'm doing the weight. No, I'm saying like, like currently, okay, current yeah, yeah. Kate, it's not vocally this, the Kate, Kate's, you know, like Kate is living a beautiful life aside from the issues she's having with her husband right, right now. Right. Um, we are not privy to what Kate thinks about her weight in the current time frame in the in the adult right. time frame and it might be that Kate has come to a place where she is happy with where she is right now and realizes that you know she's got two babies she's got and- two kids and like you know, she like it's it, yeah, if, it is if what she's it is. happy, like that's all that matters is that she's happy. And right. I think that um really it has it's just been her battle within herself. And so it's just been beautiful to see Kate flourish because I think that Kate was one dimensional where they just made her story, like you said, just about the weight. And for us to now have gone on these journeys of music and her finding her own voice and career and motherhood and being a special needs mother and now seeing marital issues and how she's handling that tension in her life. Oh, yeah. It's been really beautiful and for I think, the show to flourish. And I think that this is the best treatment of this subject that This Is Us has done so far because it's not like, oh, I'm going to Weight Watchers. It's a problem. Like it's, it's a, it's a discussion that's revolves around an issue that existed earlier in the show and like why Toby and Kate met to begin with. Right. So like, let's acknowledge that, but it's not the thing. 
right? It's the thing that gets you to the thing. And it's a it's a an extraordinarily well written confrontation because it's not just about the weight it's about a lack of communication um it's about image and what they're what how kate and toby are so divided so yes it's about weight and it's about food and 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 nutrition but that's not the thing it's the thing that gets you to the thing, which is Toby's the, the making lack of it about weight. Yes. Whereas Kate is making it about health and healthy mindset. But it's also You know what I mean? But more importantly, it shows a divide in in, in trust. It shows a divide in uh appreciation. Uh yeah, Lisa here says it's also about the resentment of each other in different ways. And that's why this works so well, because it's about resentment that is center that just happens to be around food and weight and, 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 and body image. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's why this works so well for me. Yeah. I particularly loved how the family didn't even need to talk about it. You know, like Randall and Kevin and particularly Rebecca didn't have to be like, Kate, you know, Mm -hmm. you did the, you know, it was just, they were able to stand up for her and show that they agreed with her yeah. by being silent in regards to their interactions with her. And of course, Kevin being Kevin then stands up and takes yeah, the take hat. Off, take off the hat. Goodbye. Uh, I, I liked the thing with Toby there when he the says hat. take off the hat. I, I liked it. And I, once again, no one in the family. No one said no. Like, no. hey, Kevin, come on. Like, mm-hmm. relax. Um Again, all that is all the show showing you and not telling you, which is great. And mm-hmm. that is that is that nonverbal communication, uh, a nonverbal validation from everybody. And you know, ultimately, the conversation between Toby and Kate is not a bad conversation, but it's the way that it's handled. I mean, the fact that Toby does what he does in front of everybody and has no bones about saying what he says and how he says it in front of everybody. That's the issue for me. Does that, do you fall in that same category? I don't know. I mean, what's tough is that Toby's now been here for several years and this family is his family. And this family, I mean, the big three never hold back on holidays with each other. So he might just kind of be like, all right, is this my year when I get to be really me? (laughs) Like at what point in the initiation process does a non-Pearson last named person get to be real on a, th- on a holiday. Right. Um, and, but on the flip side, it goes to show you how stressed out he is that, that it doesn't have at all of that filter. And that yeah. filter does bleed out where he not only is lashing out at Kate in front of everybody, but then he even does it to Kevin. And that I think too, is another thing is that yes, it's a family holiday, but he is now living with Kate and Kevin. Yeah. Um, so and that's hard too. And like, I love how Kevin was trying to play the guitar and I love how the show has made him suck so bad yeah. at playing the guitar and he's just trying. And, uh, a lot of, I think a lot of people could argue like, Oh, Kevin's just starting this guitar thing out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I would say, yeah, that's how it happens. And it becomes an obsession and you try hard and you play at parties and you suck and you're awful. And, and I love when he's strumming, and he goes, uh, n- nope. Uh, and he just, it just, he's, awful at it and that's such a great little character character development to anyone who's learned how to play the guitar you know 
you're actually like to Kevin, he's really proud of how he just played. Right. Because when you start off, you make every mistake. And then you get better and you get better and you're like, I only made 50% mistakes. This kind of sounds like a song. And then you get to this like magical 62% that you got it. And in your brain, you've now you're gone through Eric the zero. Yes. <laughs> and you know what the real song sounds like. And even though you get a little bit of the chord wrong, you hear, you hear all the right things. And you're yep. so proud of yourself. Because you've gone zero to 62. But the problem is, is that everyone else there hasn't heard you go zero to 62 except Toby. And you still got those 38% to go. <laughs> yeah. Ver- versus, you know, when you take kids to music lessons or your kid starts the saxophone and they're playing hot cross buns, when they are able to play it, us most of a song you do clap yeah. but when someone learns guitar at college or yeah kevin and with a midlife crisis and everyone there knows what the song really should sound like it's awkward <laughs> um we are at uh 52 minutes already okay. mary okay. so let's okay. kind of we'll, we'll right. go through this okay i know that i hated that kevin um, so Kevin was snippy at two Thanksgivings. He was snippy at Miguel. My dad's rumbling under your feet in his grave yeah, that you're trying to make a to move be honest, with my mom. Great scene, to be honest. I loved that scene because I think that, again, it says more about Kevin than it does Miguel, obviously. You know what's so tough? What? I got to be real. I'm Kevin at a lot of holidays. That sucked to watch. It, well, in what in what way do you like? Do you mean my lack of filter? Sure. When I just feel like someone's got to say it. Like all of the Pearson kids felt very uncomfortable with Miguel and Rebecca, yeah. and none of them were going to say anything. And Kate had the after time, you know, so she got that. And Kevin feels like I have to stand up and say something because this is really weird and awkward. Yeah. Okay. I, I can see that. I can see that. I, I can see that. And sometimes you get yourself into trouble when you just. And you know, I would have told him to take off the hat. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't have done the whole like guest house thing, but I would have would a hundred percent done the take off the hat. Yeah. And I like the interaction between Miguel and Kevin in both timelines because the first one is about Kevin, but in a way that he has already admitted that he cheated on Sophie and whatever, and he's disappointed in himself. And And what is worse is that he knows that Jack would be very disappointed in him. And I think the the ugliness that he shares for Miggy is more about his own self-awareness of Mm -hmm. how his dad would feel about Kevin right now for relying on, you know, alcohol the way that, you know, Jack did and, and, and doing the wrong things. This, I really liked that. But the second one was more Kevin just dismissing Miguel. Like, like he's, just kind of a nobody. And then he realized, oh, wait. Yeah, that was not good. No. Like, that was really was stupid. Terrible. That was really dumb of me. I'm not Kevin in that regard. I was Kevin in the hat regard. But you know yeah. what made me feel a little better? Because Miggy was treated pretty poorly in the latter two Thanksgivings. But Miggy was a jerk in the first Thanksgiving. Or the... the, the to, to Matt 
and hit. And oh hit. yeah, Mickey was not an angel the entire savage. time. Savage, savage with that. Yeah, sure, sure. Savage with that. Mm-hmm. It's straight up diabolical. Mm-hmm. Like when I heard that, sure, I was like, oh man, some fists are gonna be thrown. Some hands are gonna be laid on each other right now because that was woof. Oh man, that was that was that, my friend, was not great, Bob. Not great. I had one other thing that I wrote down that I would have said that Kevin said. Okay, what? Oh, what does mom want to talk to us about? I don't know. You guys concerned? I don't know. Maybe she and Miguel want to have a thruple. <laughs> Deadpan. Totally what Mary would have said. But I would have said it like in front of my mom. Oh, could you do that to, to elicit reaction <laughs> oh all the time? I do. Cause it makes them so uncomfortable. Oh God. It drives me crazy <laughs> when you do that. I think taboo, I, I think taboo as an episode works really well because there's a lot of complicated feelings and they're all layered on top of each other. And a lot of that is exemplified in the Miggy and Rebecca relationship because, I mean, we do have this sense of Jack and it's like the first Thanksgiving without Jack and Kate, Kate um, Rebecca's trying to cut the turkey and, and Mickey has to step in and do it. And it also goes back to showing Jack when he first. I don't think it's the first Thanksgiving since Jack. Is yeah, it? it is. Yeah, it is. It's the first Thanksgiving without Jack, I think. Uh, I feel like that would be a little quick. Maybe you're right. Rebecca to be no, you're right. On. You're right. You know what? You're right. You're 100 percent right, because. Miggy says to her, oh, after now that you're back on your feet after these past couple of years. Okay, yes. Yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but regardless, like, it's still like it's this Thanksgiving without Jack and and especially being in light of uh, uh, the first Thanksgiving with Jack, uh, cutting the turkey and all that other stuff uh, at their house. As that, that they're- Jen Davis, is, Rebecca said it was two years of Miguel's support. Yep, yep, yep. 100% right. Thank you, Jen. Uh, Mary was right, too. Regardless, I still think that complication is there, and Kevin calling that complication out is important. But the scene between Miggy and Rebecca, when he just says to her, I don't know what to do, you're my favorite person. First off, she said, I love you, Miguel. Oh, yeah, and taboo. Oh, my God, yeah, I love you, Miguel. And But I jumped and I said, she just said, I love you. I mean, it's not like the most authentic I love you, but it's the one we've been waiting for. But you can see how Miguel... Just like he knows that he's feeling feels that he shouldn't be feeling. Why or, shouldn't he be feeling it? Well, it, like he knows that he he he's feels like he shouldn't. Place. Yeah, he feels like he shouldn't. And be she's feeling dating it. some other guy. Yeah, the PTA Matt, whatever the heck his name is. So like, and he's not the widow, so he doesn't want to initiate. And it was also his best friend's wife. Like, yeah. So like, there's a whole mix of things happening here, and then the conversation with Kevin. You could see how that is like a jumping off point for him where he says like he can finally acknowledge the fact that, okay, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have to tell Rebecca I'm going to Houston because that's what I need to do. And it's sad that this might be their last interaction because we know that from this point on yeah. that until 2008, that they don't interact again. They meet back up on Facebook, right? Yes. Right. <gasps> right. So oh. like, you're my favorite person. Like, 
awful. Like, not awful. I mean, just like. Yes, awful. We saw Rebecca crying on her bed, her favorite person. No, I'm, when I when her I say awful, best friend. I don't mean like, oh, those words are awful. But like the feeling is awful. Like yeah, I feel that, awful for her. That sucks. Yes. That sucks. That's a, whew, man. Like brutal. Like that. that whole, that whole scene was fantastic. That was the scene for me that made the episode. Mm-hmm. Because this to me is a natural track for a relationship like this. Uh, this feels right to me. This feels like, okay, yeah, this is a natural progression mm-hmm. of what they're trying to accomplish. Um, l- let's talk about I, we got the single uh, Randall tier, which was amazing at oh. the at the the final His conversation. Eyes are all red. Oh, and you just poor see thing. that tear forming. That that's the, the single tier. Randall Pearson tear. Oh, just they probably set up lighting just to catch the glisten. <laughs> Absolutely perfect to get the maximum. Oh, tears from us. He does such a beautiful job. Yeah, yeah. And I I like how the the choice that Rebecca makes about Kate is is the I can't say the right one but it's it's a it's a sound one and that is contrasted in an earlier part of the episode where Randall knows that his mother is just crying on the bed and he's like I don't know what to do and Kate yeah. says you just you can't fix everyone yeah. like and that is very much Randall like I can fix this I can fix you I can I can let's have an answer here yeah, I need to die first yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You've got some issues. Oh, I'm going <laughs> to try to find all the fixing. And and at the same time there's Kevin who's like hey, I'm going to go I'm going to go slug some beers and go to the pool and leaves. Like and Kate is the one that's able to go to the bed and comfort her. And mm-hmm. I just I loved how they used that as a platform mm-hmm. to comment on the later years and why Rebecca makes the choice that she does. That was, as we were watching the episode, there were two things that I asked Blake out loud is when Kevin, when Miguel asks for the guest house. Yeah. And Kevin kind of pushes it off. I asked Blake, I said, who's Miggy asking for the guest house for? And you said for people who don't feel like they're in the Pearson family. Yes. And I said right away yeah no no it's for the nurse yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) and then as rebecca was describing that she had to pick a second in line to you know make these these choices for her i asked you then too i said who's it gonna be blake and you i said beth Beth. i did i said beth just based on their last conversation it just felt like that was the way it was going Mm -hmm. uh but it ended up being kate and because I thought I, I said Kate, you did say Kate, mm-hmm. and I thought that she was going to choose Beth because Beth wasn't there mm-hmm. in the conversation, and I felt like if she chose one of the big three, that'd be too much favoritism to one of the big three. I thought you did that because my mom chose you as yes. part of her line rather than me and my brother. I think it's probably a subconscious thing for me. That's what I thought. Um. And to me, that decision makes sense, right? Because Beth is the one that is outside of the family. She could make the hard decision if she needed to. Like, Well, my mom asked you to do the financial Yeah, I, I, that I was the executor of their, her think, estate. I think it's me. 
I think I'm it for my mom for the health stuff. Oh, probably. Yeah, I am. That's you're why I've proxy. got everything. Yeah, you're her proxy. Now, this is where I know we're we want to cut run things out, but for anyone who hasn't made their death plan known to their family, this is truly one of the biggest gifts you can give. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you think you're young. Um, if you are able to make decisions about what you'd want, if you have assets, if you're making sure that that is all clearly laid out, um, and for people who have children underneath them who may not have the finances to pay for a funeral or casket, my mom literally has everything planned and yeah. paid for and picked the casket. I think we talked about this in, yeah. the, in the and Jack so, episode. And I'm just saying that like this is... Once again, this is your PSA. Yeah. Dave Ramsey actually says it's the best gift that you can give. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Um, last thing I want to talk about is the... I don't know what you want. Well, I don't know yet either. So we'll get there. We'll have that conversation. We'll have that conversation off podcast. How's that sound? Oh my God. No. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> uh, the last I'm thing like I'm, the Ukrainians. The, the last thing I want to talk about is the uh, early uh, young Rebecca and Jack thanksgiving um a a lot of that to me was kind of needless because we've we've kind of already gone through the relationship that rebecca shares with her mother but i do like the fact that we learned why they went from pittsburgh or wherever they were to connecticut and like why eventually they had to like the the pearsons had to drive to the malones for Mm -hmm. thanksgiving and the whole thing um Two things came out of it that I really liked. Okay. One was Rebecca's dad and Jack are suddenly like kind of buddy buddy. Yeah. And I did not see that coming. No. And Jack and Rebecca's dad, first of all, I love Tim Matheson. He's great. But like Virgin River. Uh the way that he's just like mothers and daughters have an extraordinarily complicated relationship. And just watching him be right. And like looking at Jack and being like, see, <laughs> like, that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved the mystery of a mother and daughter thing and a dad just knowing that and seeing that and just saying, I'm never going to understand it. I don't care to understand it. And Jack Neither should you. Just let it be. And and Jack is sitting here doing the <laughs> best that he can, talking to the mother, talking to the father, mm-hmm. doing everything he can, going in there, calming Rebecca down, and then she just throws him right under the bus. Jack, why would you tell me that? Why would you spill the beans? Totally turn it on him in a heartbeat, at the drop of a dime. Just boom, done. Jack, your fault. Sorry, you suck. Oh, brutal. Mom, I'm going to miss you so much. I just threw a pie at you. I'm going to miss you. Like, man, that was a turn of event. The The emotions were screaming hot. She's not a Taurus. Not a Taurus. Oh, my God. Screaming hot. <laughs> oh. I concur. All right. Anything else you want to talk about in this episode? I will say, if any of you get stressed out because of parental expectations around holidays, take a page out of our book this year. Oh, yeah. We literally said, once again, I can be blunt with holiday stuff. Yes. Set your expectations to nothing. 
come in pajamas. My stepmom did actually came in pajamas. Was that for Christmas? That was for Christmas. Yes. Um, I said, it might be fancy. It might not. Might be paper plates. We might order takeout. We tried to order takeout. And we messed up. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Messed up. I listen. I I came back though, and n- not only did I pivot. It was a professional friggin' pivot. You did a very good job. Yeah, that's but right. But because the expectations were so low. Yes. It could only go up from there. It, it was only great. It was awesome. <laughs> I, we, we said the whole point is for us to be together. And we just wanted to be no yes. stress. Yes, absolutely. And Blake had been sick. Yes. And so that's what I told everybody. I said, he's been sick. Bare minimum. Yep. If yep. all we do is watch Home Alone, then we crushed what, Thanksgiving. That's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ready for in or out? Yes. All right. I want to let you guys know that this in or out is brought to you by jointhenerdclan.com. Of course, that is the place that you want to be when you want to celebrate all things Mary and Blake and your love of all the products and shows and community that we provide. And it's a way to help support us in our endeavors to keep Mary and Blake Media going. We are not a big conglomerate. We do not have the major sponsors. And that is by design. Our opinions are our own. Our words are our own. And I don't like bosses. And don't nobody like bosses in this house. <laughs> so, um, so w- we do that on purpose because yes. our voice is what matters. Being authentic is what matters, and giving you the platform to voice your opinions is also why we have this podcast too. If we had sponsors like that, they wouldn't let us do that. So, please do consider. Um, having all the great benefits that come with jointhenerdclan.com, but consider helping Mary and I keep Mary and Blake Media going on literally every single day this month. <laughs> and probably most of April as well. So here we go. Let's get into In or Out. What's it going to be, McFly? Are you in or out? All right, Marvin. In or out on the game Taboo. Obviously, and I crush it. Tough. We We crush it. Let's Preach. go. I just can't play with anybody because I can't because, play games with you. <laughs> we can play taboo. Just that then they give up because nope. it was so good. Nobody wants to play risk with me though. I tell you what. No, Mary's really good. At I risk. am the sneaky conqueror. Oh, <laughs> she is. You're like you, you start the game and you think you're doing well, and then two and a half hours later, you look up and you got one guy left, and Mary's Mary owns all of Asia, eating chips, just watching at you. <laughs> And you're left in Australia. You're screwed. I've got a great plan. I've got great strategies with risk. <laughs> All right. In or out on uh, sugar pie? In. I'm in because it's sugar and it's pie. It's butter. We you, eat that essentially. I know. It's not in a pie. I know. We should put your thing in a pie. That's a good idea. It's called hard sauce and it's sugar and butter and cream. You know what? I'm going to do that. You're going to make a hard sauce pie. I'm going to make a hot sauce pie. <laughs> I can't okay. wait for this. I know. I'm excited about. We should make this like now. a mini one. Like yeah, yeah. We'll try it. We'll just, just we'll try it. I can't do it right now, though. No, we're not doing it right now. We're not doing it right now. We gotta wait for the next like good holiday for that to happen. That's called Easter, honey. Okay, yeah. Then that's what we'll do. We'll do it for Easter. How's that sound? Weren't we supposed to make something else for Easter? Yeah, we're supposed to make after lemon soup. I thought we were gonna make hot crust buns. No, maybe that was in nope. my own head. Yeah, that's in your own head, there, Marvin. Okay. At no point. I know what it was. What? It was when I watched that sourdough starter lady oh, and I stayed up till 2 a.m. watching everything she made with her sourdough starter. One of them was homemade hot cross buns. And in my dreaming mind, I went, oh, okay, that's one of the other things I'll make. <laughs> yeah. You never said that to me. I know. The sourdough starter is coming on Friday, so watch out. <laughs> 
Oh, man. All right. In or out on sweet potatoes with marshmallow. I'm in. I want to try it. Out. With my new house to, guests. Want nothing to do I'll make with it, it with them. I want nothing to do with <laughs> that, and, and I want nothing to do with Ukrainians being in my house. <laughs> Sorry. Go to my neighbor's house. I'll just Howie, the if you, Howie and Katie, if you're listening, you're getting all the Ukrainians. I actually thought, I think they have spare rooms, but I didn't want to bring that up because I don't know if they would be interested in housing them. They've got, they've well, got their hands full with babies. they show up at my door, I'm saying, hey, yeah, the Lawsons are over there. Yeah, you got the wrong address. It's them. All right, in or out on dressing up for Thanksgiving. You're so different. Um, dressing up for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Normally I do. Normally uh-huh. I like it. 2021, set the bar low. <laughs> I'm out on it. I'm out on dressing up for holidays. You want to know why? You always are out on it, but you like slum it because you like cook and yeah. then you sit down yeah. and my family's dressed up because they have high expectations and there you are covered in flour. Wait, wait, wearing my, I'm a nerd, you got to let me fly shirt. Covered in flour, covered in flour and, and chicken sugar. guts yeah, like, or turkey guts. Yeah, I'm just, uh, I, I just don't care. I know you don't. Like, I just don't we care. We all know. We, all right. we are the ones that look at you. <laughs> Good. In or out on Pinot Noir. I'm in. I'm in too. I love Pinot Noir. It's got that great fruity, like deep flavor. Chocolatey, fruity. Oh, so good. Except the one that Matt bought. Yeah, the one that Matt bought. I sure. It probably was fine. Is it good? Sure. Mm, sure. <laughs> you know, one of our friends, uh, really good friends, said that the word sure is banned from his marriage. You're not allowed to say sure on any level. I have tried to ban a phrase. Doesn't work. What? I don't know. Yeah, that's true. You want to rev me up? You say, hey, I don't so know. So why do you think this happened? I don't know. Well, that's not a good answer. Well, next time we, I ask you. We're going to wait until you do now. Next time. <laughs> next time you, I ask I you, ask like these questions at 1030 at I night. Know, oh. hey. hey, so what do you think about having Ukrainians at our house <laughs> <laughs> at 1030 at night? I don't know. That's not a good enough answer, Well, Blake, Blake we're going to sit here and wait with our eyes open until you do know. <laughs> Let me show you all the research that I found. <laughs> you know, um, Mary, next time I ask you, hey, Mary, what would you like for dinner tonight? I don't know. I'll say, that's not a good enough answer. And I will expect an answer out of you. say I don't know. I say I have no preference. What I'm would not you craving like? anything. What would you like? That's what I say. Oh, God, drives me crazy. All right, in or out on Connecticut. We've, oh, we just did this. Yeah, for the previous show. Still For, for out. Outlander. Oh, we really? did it on Outlander cast. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm out on it on 95. I like a lot of Connecticut. I particularly like the Yale Peabody Museum, which is currently closed, but it has an amazing dinosaur fossil uh, exhibition. Sure. You know what? And one of the biggest taxidermy exhibitions I've ever seen, mm-hmm. particularly with the birds of prey. <laughs> <laughs> you should check out Marriott. Did I have shown you the taxidermy gone wrong Instagram page? I don't even want to see. Yes, you have, Blake. <laughs> While I am researching the different ways to save refugees and how to make sure that they feel comfortable in your home, Blake's looking at taxidermy gone wrong Instagram. Oh, it's like taxidermy, bad taxidermy, I think it's called. How are we married? It is. I I haven't laughed so hard in a long time. (laughs) It's just so funny. Uh, Out on Connecticut, Connecticut sucks. Moving on. I like Connecticut, except the traveling on 95. Connecticut, it just it it's it's the Gilmore Girls. It doesn't know what it wants to be. Wants to be the Gilmore Girls. It wants to be Stars Hollow. It wants to be New York, but it can't. And it wants to be like New England, but it can't. So it's just like there. It's this. It's the land that Massachusetts and Rhode Island said, "I don't want this anymore. You take it." And New York's like, "Nah, that that land sucks. We're out." 
So it was just, okay, we'll call it Connecticut. They didn't give it to Rhode Island. Because <laughs> Rhode Island, Rhode Island would rather be. No, they, Rhode Island. Rhode Island would rather be small and, and almost proud. irrelevant. They wanted to be their own country. Than, than have Connecticut to its name. Out of the 13 original colonies, it's the 13th because it held true and said, no, I want to be my own country. <laughs> in or out on She's All That. In. Oh, so in. I wanted to be Freddie Prince Jr. and she's all that. So badly that you did what, Blake? I bought a Jeep. Mm-hmm. Got, did your hair do? Did my hair do, grew my sideburns. Oh, my God. oh I refused to play soccer. Couldn't, I couldn't be like Zach and right play about soccer. No. Oh. I, want, I wanted that. I wanted no. that potty. I, I, yeah, I wanted the whole thing. It, I desperately wanted to be Zach Siler in the worst way. And by the way, yeah, I'm. Here's here's uh, a, a a sub in or out in or out on Toby now. I'm out. I'm, now that I know she marries the British musician. Now, now that I know that Toby thinks the kiss me scene is not one of the greatest movie scenes in the history of cinema. Oh, he is out on us. I am way out on that. You know what I was ready for him to say, and. I don't even like the Princess Bride. Oh! Anybody want a peanut? (laughs) (laughs) That line will never not make you laugh. Agreed. It will always make you laugh. Mm -hmm. I, I, the fact, the fact that he thinks Lainey Boggs coming down in that dress is not movie magic makes me want to just delete him from the planet. I'm, I'm forever out on Toby now. You know what? That would make you tell him to take off the hat. Yep. There yep. you go. All right. In around on the song, Kiss Me. I'm in. I'm, I'm kind of in on it, too. Yeah. Makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah, sure. In or out on Firm Handshakes. I'm in. I love Firm Handshakes. I hate when people try to shake your hand with the left hand. What are you doing? That's banana talk. Where are you? Go- no. Nope. Straight banana land. No. Nope. It, it, it's like you're injured. I, I kind of get it. I kind of get it. No, but you know what it is now? Now you don't handshake because of COVID. So it's like you don't know what to do. It's the whole like, yeah, oh, I don't do like we this hug? in between. Do thing we do now. this thing? Do we yeah. the fist bump? I hate the fist bump I, as like a thing. I don't mind because the fist bump. what do you do? You're still touching my hand. Yeah, you but know? it's like less hand. You're minimizing the contact, but you're still initiating contact. What ifs? <laughs> Says the girl with long COVID. What ifs at this point? Fist yeah, bump. Yeah. Come at me, bro. I. Let me see. Oh, and that hurts. <laughs> I don't like that. I I am in on the firm handshake. You want to know why? Because because you can go alpha. Oh, I hate when you do that. You've, you got to you go do alpha that on purpose. I do. I you, know you do. You got to go alpha. You got to let the guy know that Blake I'm the alpha. Plans it. He says this yep. is how I'm gonna I'm gonna do the double alpha handshake. Yeah. It, it, oh, when you really want to go alpha, not only. Oh, you need to do the full camera view so they could see what you do. Okay. Sorry. Hold on. This Blake actually will say I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'm gonna alpha go, handshake. I'm going to go full alpha, right? So what you do is you... you oh, God. You, you, you get right in You there. squeeze like the pain point right here, that nice fleshy thing. Oh, yeah. You go for you it. Go ow, right in. Hold ow. On. Actually, no, I should, be doing, I should be doing you. Hold on. I'll do the, the Mary single shot. Why? Because watch. You, go, you, you get I'm right Ill. in there. Okay. You get right in there, and then you get the elbow. The elbow. It's oh. not even... So when I do, do the elbow. When I do like a loving one, yeah. 
hold on. If I'm like, oh my gosh, and I do this, I do this like supportive yeah. oh love. Oh, the elbow, you squeeze like, no, my funny you, bone. You, Ow! You touch it, I'm you bruisable. grab it, and, you, and what you do is you're, you're moving the whole body, really. Oh, and that, that's when you let them know, you let them know, I'm in charge. I'm in charge. It's like uh, you're the captain in, uh, in, in uh, the... <laughs> Captain Phillips movie when the guy when the Somalian shows up he goes I'm the captain now okay that's what you're doing when you give when you give the full alpha dog handshake okay. <laughs> just don't even fix it at this point okay <clears throat> all right lastly uh, in or out uh... <laughs> no because I get mad at you because you tell me I'm gonna alpha handshake him and I'm like why yeah, sometimes the dog's gotta come out no it doesn't it sometimes when, it does when you have chosen to do it when I, it is when unnecessary I meet, when I meet the ex boyfriends. It's coming out. Going to let them know who's in charge. You don't need to maim them. I go up there. I go, I'm the captain now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Last one. In or out on family meetings on holidays. I fail every time. You do fail every time. And that's why I just say, just give me an adult coloring book and don't complain. <laughs> That and I'm glass of wine. Singing. Well, the only one that like went well was when I bethed it, yeah. and I, I told Blake, I said my goal is just to drink wine and hang out with the eight and nine year old, and that's what I did. We we played on Snapchat. That's true. And we made funny face videos, and I just sat under the tree with them for that's three true. hours. That's a good point. That's a good. point. That was the only good holiday I had. Oh, man. <laughs> Set the bar low, friends. All right, you got uh, uh That's it. That's all for the uh, in or out. You got a hot take? Mm-hmm. I right, okay. Let's go. Oh, you're not gonna take a phone call from the senator? Why? Because my son, the senator. Oh, what? What? Futuristic? My son, the senator. Is that his future? Oh. To mic drop because it does it for me. <laughs> there you go. I fix it for you. Thank you. Um, wow, that's a good one. I like that. So you're saying Malik is not Malik. Oh, 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 oh. Gobble gobble conversation. Oh, my son. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. Thank gotcha, you. Gotcha. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I like it. Thank you. I like it. By the way, by the way, Jaywan showing back up in the middle of nowhere. Hey, good, good for him. You know what? When you need to record during COVID and your role is literally a phone call, but they don't even see your face, yet you get credits and no, you get well, he, paid. He, he showed up. You saw his face there for a hot second. But like, you don't have to go to a studio. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You just do it in your family room. They asked you to fa- like to record it on your phone. Uh, all right. Uh, for me, Kate is trying to do the right thing. By saying, go live your life. I'm not sorry, Kate. Rebecca. Rebecca's trying to do the right thing by saying, go live your life. Go do the things. Take the big risks. Make the big moves. I mean, she lives for a really long time, guys. That's true. But we got some we don't more know when coming. the memory when really starts, going. starts to yeah. fail. Yeah. This is the thing that makes Kate divorce Toby. This is, this is, this is it. Agreed. This is when she says, I'm out. I have to make a change. We can't do this anymore. We're done. I mean, of course, the green egg and smashing the kid's face in the green egg probably won't help either. But like, probably because Toby's like, no, don't make him hamburgers. No, too many saturated fats. You know, like, no, get out of here, guy. So I, I just feel like this is when this is when somebody Kate makes the decision and she and she is given permission to make that decision because of this conversation from Rebecca. And uh, I think that's that. So like, 
I love the irony of it. Like Rebecca thinks, oh, this is going to give my kids permission to do all the great things that they want to do. And it's like, wah, wah, divorce. Like, I love that irony. Run for Senate. Right, exactly. Like, oh, it's going to be great. Okay, that's it. Ready to close this bad boy out? Yes. Okay, let's do it. Thank you all so incredibly much for tuning in to this episode. Sorry, almost as tail is in my microphone. Um, for tuning into this episode of This Is Us 2. As I said, next week's episode will be slightly different if you do tune in live, um, but it will ideally be up. Just keep your eyes on our social media channels as we are podcasting every single day, and things may change. Yes, they are fluid in this house. So that's that's how it goes. Of course, check up on all the social media channels, like Mary said, uh, Mary and Blake. Uh, essentially on all the channels, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. We're there. Plans there. All the different shows, maryandblake.com. And, of course, join the nerdclan.com. That's that, ladies and gents. Thank you so much. My name's Mary. My name is Blake. This is us, too. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.